Welcome to Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers Podcast. Hey everyone, this is uh, podcast number 15. It is week 12 in fantasy football. This is another podcast episode of Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers. Um, this week we're going to call Jason first, so we'll call Jason to see what he's up to. Hey, bud. Hey, man, what's up? Not too much, man. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Did you, um, in our league, did you try to pick up anyone this week? Uh, I think I tried to find a new kicker, maybe. Somebody was on a bye. I think it was either a kicker or somebody. I, I jump between these two leagues so much. No, I understand. It's no big deal. I actually remember because you have the Chiefs kicker. I should know his name. I had him last year, maybe even the year before. He's good. This year, I don't know how good he is based off their scoring too many touchdowns. Exactly, but yeah. but last year, their offense, and even in the year before when Alex Smith was there, they would bog down a lot in the red zone, and he's very consistent with accuracy, so he would give you a lot, a lot of points fantasy-wise. Why I liked him, but I think – are they on a bye this week? They're on a bye this week, yeah. So I went to find another kicker. I don't know who I picked up. I think I might have picked up Atlanta's kicker. Uh, Bryant. What's his first name? Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Matt Bryant? Uh, Matt Bryant, I believe. Okay, yeah. So I'm 5-6, and six, unfortunately. I needed my buddy Drew to win. He's the yeah. team that says straight cash on me. But he actually came back from behind because he might have had three players. Yeah, he had three players. He had Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes um, in the Monday night game. And nice. Todd Gurley did, did well. He did, like, you know, like somewhere in the teens. But Mahomes and... Um, Tyreek Hill both had over like 32 points a piece. Yeah, they're that's a killer threesome right there. Those guys score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I always like, I don't know if you tried to do it with any of your wide receivers, but I always like stacking them with the quarterback because then if you, they do score, even though it helps get you points easier, in my opinion, even though it's probably the exact same odds of another games, you know, to have like. I, I think I. I used to be a lot worse about I'd pick like all Pittsburgh players when I first started doing fantasy because I was just biased. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mainly my method when I go to draft is I pick up as many good running backs and receivers as I can before I try to move on to anything else. I got you. Serve me well. Right. I mean that makes sense logically, but I wait so long to pick my quarterback that sometimes that doesn't really. Well, it doesn't. I mean, sometimes you could just do it for a bye week. Let's say you needed a win in during your quarterback's bye week or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you yeah. had, if you if he was an average quarterback, but yet you drafted his wide receiver or running back in an early round during your bye week you, or his bye week of the your starting quarterback, you could just flex in your new guy. Right, makes sense. Yeah, I got you. Um, so did you get to watch all the game on Sunday, the Steelers game? Yeah, yeah, I, I. Well, I have to admit I was bouncing back and forth between some other programming because I was getting frustrated, but I did I did stay with the game the whole time, yes. No, I got you. So how did how would you say our defensive play defense played the whole game? I think they played pretty well. I mean I didn't get to watch it because I was at work unfortunately, but I've they had it on a few places that I glanced at here now. Heard off the flow were getting beat up, but they never gave up the big play. They never gave up touchdowns until that one. But right way out of hand by the end of the first half that they've been giving up touchdowns so gotta give them credit for that and they basically completely shut them down at the end of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter which gave us a chance to win so right overall you have to give them credit for that it wasn't the prettiest but 
they are good at being disruptive and getting sacks and so forth. So I just wish they had some one ball hawking secondary player. Right. Four interceptions. Maybe that'll come. I mean, we're only at week. What? How many games have we won now? Like ten or played ten games? Yeah, played ten games. So I mean, I mean, I guess that could develop into someone with you know seven more weeks to go, even though there's only six more games. Other Joe Hayden, we don't really have a ball, a real ball hawking type of quarterback, or even defensive back like how Troy used to be. Right. You know, yeah. All they can run. They they play tough. They're good hitters and tacklers, but none of them here are like. All this guy's a ball hawk. Like that's just not really who the Steelers draft normally. Right, because a lot of times with, I mean, it doesn't seem like players Steelers draft. I wish they would sometimes, but I mean, it's, it kind of worked out well for us. A lot of times with, it seems like with players that have a knack for getting interceptions, they also have a big ego. If that makes sense, I know that's probably just completely circumstantial both ways. But if you look back, it seems like that is a, the way a lot. And sometimes I remember one time this was like I was probably a teenager. This was either a preseason game or something. There was a player that caught the ball and started high-stepping out of bounds, and, like, Dick LeBeau, like, flipped out. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also just a complete observational and circumstance. Like, It goes hand-in-hand, I believe. Another thing that goes along with being more of a finesse, ball-hawking type of defensive back is they don't tend to be as tough or as good a tackler. Not all the time, but it, it tends to kind of lend itself towards that. Right, more yeah. Player than always the toughest guy. And feelers above all else want good tacklers, guys that are going to keep the ball in front of them because uh-huh. they don't have the big plays. So they will sacrifice the turnovers for a solid all-around tackling team. And that's just that's just always been their philosophy. So Right. I was happy with the defense. I was like, I wish I could have saw on like certain downs, like when players had to be subbed out, like who came in and how they did when they were out because we'll need that later on in the season and in the playoffs also. But like, what what would you say our problem offensively was the first three quarters? Jacksonville is a great defense, and they seem to be able to get into Ben's head. No, I got you. Held the ball just a second too long, or where I guarantee his guys were open, but it's like he hesitated. And then it gave time for the defensive back to recover or to stay on the guy. So he just was really jittery. And then he threw those two picks, and that really threw him off kilter. Couldn't really get the running game going. And it just the second half, even when we started coming back, we were th- he was just he started getting more just gunslinger. He's like, I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And it off like he threw some just tremendous passes through that bomb to Brown, which was amazing. Right. Throw that was a touchdown to Vince Vance McDonald was probably one of the best throws he's made all year. Like it was, it looked like he was the guy was covered, but I mean Vance was the only guy that was going to be able to catch that ball. Like, right? It, yeah. It See, broke. Mm-hmm. I think a player that gets very underrated for uh, Jacksonville defense is Talvin Smith, who was the player Vance McDonald caught the touchdown on. Very good. He's very very good, but he doesn't get. I don't know why he doesn't get the credit sometimes, yeah. but um. I've only saw, sorry. And I mean, they don't do the fancy stuff. He does all the hard work, the nitty gritty stuff. Uh Um, On the Antonio Brown touchdown, was that like more of a busted coverage? Or, because I I saw a replay of it and it looked like Jalen Ramsey, if that was, I'm pretty sure Jalen Ramsey was covering him at one point, but he just let him go more to the center of the field than, you know, got beat. If that makes sense. So much of a broken play. They kept doing this bracket coverage. Or they have Ramsey right doing bump and run, mm-hmm. and then the guy behind him, the safety or another corner, was like right behind to do almost like a double coverage. So I think I don't know if it was like the two guys 
thought they were running different plays, but it seemed like Ramsey was like almost let him go. Like Ramsey had a middle zone, and then the guy he expected the guy behind him to be picking him up, and he didn't pick him up. Right. So I would never pass Antonio Brown off. Like you got to play him bump and run and just stay with him, and then have another guy over the top. If you leave him, he's going to get open, and that's what happened on that play. Right. Um, on the last touchdown, the one that we no 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 well. Right before the last touchdown. So we're on like the five or something. I'm not exactly sure where we're at. You know, goal line situation. Ben throws the ball to uh, Ryan Switzer, and it was picked off. I was in the cafeteria at that time. I walked out, came back around for, I don't know why, because I thought the game was over. I didn't want to stay to see if there was a penalty, because majority of the time, 90% of the time, there's no penalty. You know what I mean? Yeah. game's over. So I come back around, and then we had the ball again, and we were about to score again. And I was so excited. What happened was that the defensive back, I think it was a safety, maybe church, mm-hmm. basically horse collared him and like pulled him out of the way, Switzer out of the way to go for the ball. Right. So it, he got pulled off his route. It was obviously pass interference, holding, whatever. I think they called pass interference. But either way, it was on the goal line. It was only going to be a few feet. Right, yeah. So that's why it was very blatantly obvious that he interfered with him. I think actually a lot of, maybe not that call, but the second call, I think it was a pass interference, was getting more like, I don't know if scrutiny is the right word, because like a lot of people say like normally you see goal line situations at the end of the game, they sometimes let players get away with stuff, if that makes sense. I think that does make sense. The first call, I think, the one that was more of a fade. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. My fault, my fault. The one to Twister, in my opinion, was pretty obvious. The, the other one they called right before that mm-hmm. was a little here, but... You're doing this stuff right next to rest. I mean, they can, they're standing right there. Right. Like they're 30 yards down the field. They can barely see you. Mm-hmm. They're little feet away from the play. And, I mean, they're going to err on the offense in most cases just because that's what the NFL wants them to do. Right. So they're going to call it. Eight times out of ten, there's contact in the end zone. It looks somewhat blatant. They're going to call it for the offense. It's mm-hmm. just, that's just what happens. Oh, I got you. So another thing that I thought was really impressive, uh, we'll get out on this last thing real quick. So versus Jacksonville, we only left one sack, correct? I believe so. How do you think we'll do against Vaughn Miller in that defense, um, our offensive line-wise? Um, we need to get Gilbert back. It's not looking like that's going to happen. And then Filer's also got a bit of a peck injury, I believe they said it was, but he hopefully can play. Um, I don't know. Vaughn Miller tears up just about anybody. Right. But have Gilbert back, that's going to hurt. Gilbert has got the size and speed to bother him mm-hmm. and stay with him. Filer's more of like a road grader and a, a good run blocker. I'm afraid Vaughn Miller's going to make him look like a turnstile. Do you, have they had any talks of, about starting the rookie from um, Western Kentucky or Western something, Western Michigan? I don't think he's ready to start. Mm-hmm. But they, Potentially, probably bring him out some heavy packages or put Vance over to that side more to offer some help. But they're going to have to double him if, if Gilbert's not back. There's no fine. Right, yeah. That good of a player. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup for us. I think, based off each of like, the Steelers team this year and the Broncos team this year, I feel like it shouldn't be close, but they've played other games close. But I think that was more a divisional game versus the Chargers. Like you know each other very, very well. But I, I think it shouldn't be too difficult for us to get the W. But I'm not going to be shocked if we 
don't play the greatest because they still have very good pieces on the defense and this few on the offense. We should be able to establish a run against them. They got a little bit smaller of a defensive line. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, it's one way to attack Miller is to run right at him. Like, he's a great pass rusher. He's great at pursuing the run uh, off, like when he's offside, when it's going away from him. Right. Fast. Right, yeah. He's not horrible when it comes right at him, but that is his weakness if I hit me as any. If you run right at him and send the, let the tackle just go right at him and maybe send a fullback at him, he doesn't hold the point of attack as well in those situations because he's not the biggest guy. Um, and he gets, tends to be a little aggressive, but he can be run out of place sometimes. So if, if there's any formula to have success early in a game against them is to try to establish the run, get Connor going. Uh-huh throw a few play action passes in there. I know we never seem to use play action, which I can never understand why, but that would be a good idea too. No, I got you. I think I don't that's a great point. We when Ben first started we I feel like we used a lot more play action. But yeah, we really I think years we just don't do it. Right. I we think half ass like kinda fake it a little bit to the guy and then go, that's not a play action. Like I wanna see them fake, pull it in, pull it out really get the linebackers guessing and we just don't do that much. right yeah oh the matchup you're playing this way because my buddy chase he's the one that's in medical school right now up in uh, he's like doing i think a few hospitals up in Moreauville. i look to be in pretty good shape against him i think i think i can win out because then i got gabby the last win the last game and that should be an easy win <laughs> no i got you but um have a good thanksgiving and i'll see you next week you too thanks Carlin. bye nope. Hey man, what's up? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Um, so unfortunately, last week, the three people or the two other people we needed to lose, meaning you needed me to lose, and Drew to lose, and DJ to lose. Um, me, you, and DJ all won, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And Drew won because of the Monday night game because he had Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, he did. I thought he was gonna lose actually. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Todd Gurley. Oh wow. So. We're kind of, I don't think, based off that Drew only has three losses and we have six losses, I think the playoffs are unfortunately set, correct? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Did you try to make any moves this week, though? I had, actually, I just now, um, I picked up the Bills defense to play because uh, the Rams are on a bye, and I have Seattle, but, I mean, Bills are terrible, but their defense is actually pretty good. So I actually just did that right before you call, but that's that's it so far. Um, they were projected. They were one of the higher defenses defenses this week. Who are they playing? Uh, Jacksonville. So that game's going to be like twelve to fourteen or something. Probably, yeah. I think the playoff game was something like that a few years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Because they had Tyrod Taylor at the time. And uh, yeah, the one, yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So, um, were you able to watch the whole Steeler game last week? Yes. Yeah. Um, what? Did, so the first three quarters, what was the problem? I just thought, to be honest, I, I just was like, oh man, this is like one of those things. Uh, Jacksonville just has our number. Like, even though we're better than them, they're still going to beat us. Uh, I don't know. I mean, offensively, Ben made some mistakes and stuff. We couldn't really get a rhythm, and then defensively, our actually running defense didn't look that good. But I don't know. Right. Um, unfortunately, I was at work because uh, we worked Sunday, so we didn't have to use any time. Like, so because we don't work on tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Oh. 
So I didn't get to watch it, so I was trying to sneak away, you know, and send a text to a person here or there. Um, I think I remember this. I, for some reason, didn't remember this earlier, but we only had like 66 yards in the first half, correct? Yeah, something really low like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. And then I I think they, I think I kind of saw the score, the Fournette score, because there was TVs at the hospital that I could, you know, sneak a peek at here and there. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, this sucks. But I, we didn't score. It was it was 0 to 16, right? I, um, yes, it was 0 to 16. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think I either got the notification or I just glimpsed at a TV again and saw the end of the Antonio Brown um, uh, touchdown. But I didn't get to really see why it happened or if he beat someone or blah, 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 blah. And then I think a few more series happened. Maybe we act, maybe it was our next series, technically, the Vance McDonald score, correct? Maybe? Yeah. Here yeah. then? Yeah. All scored nice, yeah. And then um, it was the last possession we had after we made them punt, which I was really happy about because I thought the, the first game we played Fournette in last year's regular season, he killed us. Yeah. In the playoffs, he didn't do as well, but he still pretty much put up 100 yards and, like, multiple touchdowns, I think. Or at least put up multiple touchdowns or something, yeah. unfortunate. And then I thought, based off the little I just saw here and there, I thought, man, this is going to be over. They're going to get a first down easily, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I knew they weren't going to pass because they don't trust him. But So we were down, like, at the five or something, and then Ben threw that pick that was called back based off the face mask, or did they call it a, person, did they call it a, a pass interference, or did they call it a face mask? I think they called it P.I., but I'm not sure. He grabbed the face mask, though, right? Yes. But right before that, I walked out. There was on, It was on the cafeteria, and I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not staying for this. But it was literally, I was just, like, at the edge of the cafeteria, so if I would have stayed, like, two more seconds, I'm assuming... That's when the you know announcer said that there was you know a penalty on the play and then we had a reset of downs and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then obviously that's how the play the game were planned out after there. Um, we only give up one sack the whole game, correct? Yeah, one. How do you think we'll do against Vaughn Miller and the Broncos? I, I think didn't they play they played better last week than beat the Chargers, but I I just know that their defense isn't as good as it has been. I don't know how how good it is though. I haven't really looked. But. No, I got you. I think the the whole thing with the Chargers, I think that's a lot to do with it being a divisional game. Yeah. Um, so they know each other very, very well, even though, I don't know, you know, sometimes, like, let's say if it was us first to the Ravens, you know, even if our records are, like, almost polar opposites, the game's going to be close a lot more often than a blowout. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you get to watch the whole second half of the Mountaineers game? Pretty much, yeah. What's your take on that? I don't know. It's one of those games like uh, I think we should have been in a better position to win and not. I don't think we should have let them come back as much as we did, but for what what transpired at the end of the game, it was a coin flip game, just like us beating Texas or them, you know, losing like last week, Oklahoma State losing to OU in the last play of the game. Like, it's just like coin flip kind of thing. I mean, if we won that game, we would have been really lucky to win it after letting him come back. But, yeah, uh, we just I don't think we made any adjustments after halftime at all. I almost feel like we needed to make adjustments just in the two quarters because, like, I, I can't remember the score. Wasn't it, like, 31-14 to 14 at halftime? That sounds right. Or was 17. it? I don't know if yeah. we had that many points. But it, they only had 14 points, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. Yeah, it was, yeah, you're right. We were up by 17. 
and they weren't playing very well. But then, like in the third quarter, like we weren't, we didn't score any points till the fourth quarter. Correct? Or am I wrong? Uh, I don't. That sounds right. I don't. Maybe we didn't score in the fourth or the third. You might be right about that. If we did, it wasn't much. We probably didn't. But like our defense was on the field like the whole time because our offense was kept getting three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. You know what I mean? So yep. it's like yeah, and not taking much time off the clock and doing so. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I know you went to a few games this year. Are you going to the Oklahoma game? Yeah. Yep, I am. I actually got last week on Veterans Day. Oh, you told me. You told me. Yeah. I just do tickets. Yeah, and I ended up getting one that day. I thought about going, but um, when I looked on StubHub and um, Ticketmaster, they were all like $100 plus for not the best seats, and I, I didn't really find the value in them at the moment. Yeah, that's a lot. That's why if I couldn't have gotten them from the school, I don't know if I would have paid what StubHub has them at right now. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think we'll be able to contain Kyler Murray? I don't think we'll be able to contain him scrambling or whatever you want to call it, actually running. Right. But I, I think, like, not allowing him to have, like, three, you know, several 20-plus yard runs or, like, a 75-yard run, he's going to get, like, I mean, even just, like, Cornelius, like, he, he's not a runner. He's going to have, like, broken plays. But if we could limit him to not having, you know, like, 100-some yards rushing, that would be somewhat containing him probably. Right, yeah, because – Unfortunately, it seems like well, it's it's both ways here and there. But a lot in college, you know, great players are, are they still always play pretty great, no matter who the opponent is. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's almost like, like the Patriots' philosophy. I mean, we'll let so and so get a hundred yards, but we're stopping everyone else. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I, I think so. And I think he's he makes mistakes too. I mean, he's better than Baker was a lot of ways, but I also think he makes more mistakes than Baker Mayfield made. So I think he's vulnerable in that way. Right. If I don't, I mean, I can't remember how good the team around Baker was. I think maybe he had a little more weapons, even though a little bit. But I mean, a lot of the guys look the same. Right. I think one of the, the best running back got hurt earlier in the year. I know, but I mean, the guys behind him are good too. I mean, I found Baker annoying, but like the one thing to his credit, besides the Georgia game, which is a hell of a hell of an opponent. If Baker was playing an inferior opponent, he would destroy them. Oh. And they haven't. This year's Oklahoma team hasn't necessarily done that every time. Not every time, no. Like, well, look at Kansas. I mean, people gave us crap for our Kansas game too, but I mean, we didn't give up 40 points. Like, right. That's the one thing that makes me feel good about this is our defense isn't great, but it's better than most of the Big 12. Their defense is terrible. Right. What was the score? I know this is like almost like five, seven, six games ago, but what was the score of the Army game when they played Oklahoma? It went to overtime. There were 30. I'm uh, thinking it was like 20-something, 30-something. Look, shoot, I have it up right here. 28-21. So they only got 28 in overtime, yeah. That's because Army would have like a 12-minute possession. Right. <laughs> but still, I feel like even – I mean, I don't know how good this Oklahoma team is. I don't think – do you – who's your final four? Let's say there's some upsets. So pick your final four at the moment. It depends on the upsets. But um, I honestly don't really think it's going to change unless – Notre Dame craps the bed. Uh, I think what interests me, the only thing that I, I kind of like, I'm upset, but I'm not that upset that we lost because if we still win and then beat Texas, it won't matter because we probably wouldn't have got it anyway. Right. But, um, if Ohio State beats Michigan's, Michigan, I don't know that Ohio State's going to jump in there. I don't think they're going to jump up that much. 
So I think that could be that could put another person in, and if we beat Oklahoma, I'm not sure who that. I don't know. The past two times Ohio State was in, they only had one loss, correct? Or did they have two one of those years? I think they only had one. I think they might have been undefeated the one year also, but they I'm not sure. One, I think they were undefeated. Is that right? Maybe. I think so. They had some weird stretch because they were going through a lot of violations, and they only yeah, lost like one game in like three years or something weird. Like two years, they lost like one game. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't like to see two SEC teams get in there. Georgia, but I mean, Georgia would probably jump Michigan, and that would probably be about it. Right. Anything much more than that. Do you think Michigan? I haven't watched a lot of Michigan games. I won the only one I watched was a bit and pieces of the the uh, Notre Dame game. But can do you think Michigan could put up points with Oklahoma, with um, Ohio State this year? After what Ohio State's defense looked like in the second half of the Maryland game, I watched. Yeah, because they looked terrible. Right. Maryland, not a good team. They looked awful. Mm-hmm. I I think so. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Michigan. I, I don't really like them, so I'm, like, biased. I, I watched – they destroyed Penn State. They looked really good in that game. Uh, but I don't know. I think Michigan could definitely win, but I would not at all be surprised by if they beat them just because of history. Right. So the past – sorry. The, the past few Michigan teams that I've – when I watched a little more intently, like a little more often – they would always have quarterback issues, and they were supposed to be very, very talented, which they probably were, but um, they could never score points. You know what I mean? They had yeah, no back issues for a while. Yeah. Right. So I think this year they've been putting up more points consistently. So I didn't know if like this year versus Ohio State, but I think they could. I don't know. Their defensive line is extremely good, but so is Ohio State's. I think. Ohio State's deal. I mean, yeah, Ohio State's defense is always just full of good like if someone gets hurt to get next guy up is like a four-star maybe kid that's been sitting for a year already and like knows the, knows the defense like they don't really miss a beat i feel like but mm-hmm. i think they have like major problems because for as talented as they are they're not as good as they should be no i got you they don't look like amazing this year at all. but um enjoy your thanksgiving and uh, thanks for calling yeah happy thanksgiving thanks. yeah enjoy the game on friday all right bye Hey man, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, not too much. Um, so you lost last week, correct? Was it your second yeah. loss or only your first loss? Yeah, that's my second loss. And so I was talking to Mike right before I called you, and it was me, Mike, and DJ all had the same record, but we had to win out. Plus, Drew had to like lose multiple games, and we had it there until the second, or like till the end of the second first uh, end of the Monday night game, because Drew had. Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Todd Gurley. So he ended up beating Travis. So we're all out of the playoffs. So the playoffs are set right now. So it'll be Drew, you, Travis, and then uh, my boss. It just depends on seeding-wise. Right, which I don't – that's all – if, if like, somehow we could actually control how the players played, I think that would mean more. But based off it's, like, there's so much luck involved with fantasy. I know there's, like, if you play the right players and you, you know, kind of hear if someone's going to, you know – if you don't start injured players or something like that. But sometimes, like, seeding in this, like, to me, is not a huge deal, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So did the, pl- did the Packers play last week? Yeah, they played Thursday night in Seattle. Oh. I didn't get to watch that game. How did they play? Uh, they were, actually, it wasn't too bad. They were they were right in there towards the end. Um. Seattle just 
you know, Russell Wilson just had that little little extra fourth quarter magic in him. Right. Uh, both teams ran the ball. Aaron Jones, I mean, it's not 100 yards rushing, but still he ran the ball. He's going to be he's going to be tremendous one day. He's probably been their best runner for the past, I mean, and it sounds goofy only saying two years, but, like, he should have got more touches once he came back from suspension, and they kind of eased him in either based off – I don't think he was hurt. He was he was suspended, right, for four games? Yeah, he, w- yeah, he was suspended for it, yeah. I feel like – because I had him for a few weeks, and I heard other people because, like, they didn't give him the ball enough. They just they kept spreading the ball out between him, Williams, and then Montgomery. Or what's the other guy's name? Uh, Williams had most of it. Tom Montgomery was, was carrying him a little, and – I think they slowly were going to. Per- they slowly brought in Aaron Jones, and then eventually, he just took over for both of them. Right. At the moment, I don't know the Packers' record, but are you guys far out of the wild card slot? I believe they're in ninth, with Minnesota coming up, and it's a big. That's a big game. Right. That is a big game because it's a big game for both teams because obviously you're both coming off losses. But I mean, I think it's, it's even bigger now that um, Chicago's not going to have Trubisky tomorrow. Oh um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely that's even it's even bigger if Detroit can pull off a win, and you know Green Bay or Minnesota win Sunday night. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure because I've seen highlights. Highlights: the Bears just played Detroit like literally like two weeks ago, correct? Uh, maybe maybe three, have. because there's this highlight of. Um, Cleo Mack, and he like just bull rushes or something with one arm and destroys the guard or tackle. It must have been the tackle, and then just gets a sack on Matthew Stafford, but it could have been a different game or a different quarterback. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I mean, the division, that division, I think it's a three-team race. I don't see Detroit really um, getting into it. No, I don't think Detroit can do anything, but I think they could beat a, a backup quarterback maybe if the defense slips up a little bit or is very, very sore from the you know two Sundays. Last Sunday or something. Yeah, and they were coming off a big one against Carolina too. Right. So, what's your matchup look like this week in terms of? Well, I mean, you're in, but is there any player you're gonna like, uh, like, toy around with and I mean like try to start him this week to see if he does, to see if you're gonna start him later on, well, maybe in the playoffs? I'm, I'm gonna, I think the only thing I switched really this week was um, I'm starting Nick Chubb over Leonard Fournette. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a toss up with. With, with that flex position with them, too. Right, yeah. So it's like one week can I start Fournette, one week I could start Nick Chubb. Because I'm not going to bench McCaffrey or Kamara, so it's really my flex position. No, I got you, yeah. I'm tossing up. Um, did the, I feel like I should know this, but did the Browns have a bye last week? I can't think yeah, of who they had a bye. Yeah, they had a bye. Okay, because I was going to say two weeks ago, Nick Chubb played Atlanta and destroyed them, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And this week they play... Um, they play Cincinnati this week. I mean, that should be. I mean, I think um, Connor had a very good game. I think twice. Or well, we don't play them to the last game. But Connor's first game versus the Bengals, he did very well. Um, the running backs for Baltimore last week, um, they had a new guy do very very well. I was going to try to pick him up this week. Um, so I think Nick Chubb should be big for or decent for you um, versus Cincinnati. Yeah, especially what? Yeah, I mean Cincinnati's just. They're they're falling apart. Mm-hmm. Ever since that New Orleans game, it seems like they're nothing's going their way. Right. I think they should have beat. Uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm, as a Steeler fan, I'm a tad worried about um, Baltimore because they're in pretty decent position to get the wild card at the moment. Just at the moment, 
because they beat Cincinnati, and then they have Oakland this week, which is going to be an easy W. It should be at least. And I don't know the rest of their schedule because I don't think that maybe they've already played the Browns. They could play the Browns again. I wish I could. Wait, you have a, a Brown, a Ravens player. I'll just look real quick. Um, so they really play Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got it's their December schedule is going to make or break them. Mm-hmm. Because I believe they still have the Chargers. They we play have the, the Patriots. They have the Saints. Right, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I think the Chargers are talented enough. Phillip Rivers has always been very, very good to win a playoff game. He should have been. I think he never got the credit he deserved. I think like it was his first, around his first playoff run, when he tore his ACL and stayed in the game versus the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, like they, and they got no hype because he lost. You know what I mean? If he would have won, like he would be in a much different conversation, even though he's ranked. I would rank him very, very high in today's game. But, but I mean, the uh, the the Ravens they play Oakland this week, which should be an easy win. At Atlanta, which I don't know which Atlanta team will show up. At Kansas City, which will, should be good for the Steelers, meaning Kansas City should destroy them. Tampa, which should be another should be winnable. Then they have the Chargers, which should you know, be in the Steelers' favor. And then they have Cleveland, which actually is a toss-up this year because I think Cleveland beat them in overtime the first matchup in Baltimore. Uh, I would say Indianapolis is a team that people should worry about. I need to watch some games because offensively it makes sense that because they're clicking right now, like everything seems to be working for them. But I don't know how their defense is playing, you know what I mean? I know they didn't give up very many points last week to whoever they played, but sometimes that's misleading if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, the Ravens played Buffalo week one, and I'm pretty sure it was at least 45-plus to, like, three, and people were like, oh, the Ravens are back, which it was more like Baltimore, excuse me, the Bills are just not any good. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, that's stuff you really have to watch out for. I mean, because you just never know what kind of team's going to show up week after week. Mm-hmm. What's your, pa- you, do you have a Packers player? Uh, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think you, no, yeah, you do. Um, yeah, I, I do. I'm going to butcher um, his name, so I'm not going to say it. So you guys have... Yeah. Oh, you guys have a not a too bad a schedule besides Chicago Week 15, and then it depends on which Jets team shows up. I mean, they're, it should be... A, uh, you guys should win, which I think you will, based off you have Aaron Rodgers and um, some key parts on defense. But the Jets aren't garbage anymore, necessarily. No, I, t- I mean, I know they still have the Cardinals, which should, that'll be an easy win. Right, yeah. Um, they still have to play all three divisional opponents. Mm-hmm. I believe they have the Jets, and I believe they have the Falcons. The Falcons yeah. is in week 14. That's in two weeks. Or three weeks, so, I guess it would be. Excuse me. I mean, I think right now at least two wins is manageable with the Jets and the, and the Cardinals. Cardinals it's, the yeah. other, it's the other ones that kind of worry me. Do you know why, I mean, I understand why they call him, you know, Matty Ice, but, like, did he get that name in college? I don't know if he got it in college, or I, he had to, because I don't ever remember. Because I don't understand why he would have gotten the pros, because he didn't do anything, in my opinion, and really, until he got his MVP and went to the Super Bowl. Because I, I never remember watching an Atlanta Falcons game, because I feel like he has he's probably been in the league almost a, a long time, or, you know, it plus eight. Like, I would say... 2008, so yeah, it's been about 10 years. That's crazy. But, like, I never understood how he got the name Matty Ice. I understand what the, the name means, 
but I was like, who did he, what, what game, what, what are they talking, you know what I mean? He's, a, don't get me wrong, he's a very, very, very good quarterback, but I don't understand the concept of, like, all the games on the line, you want Matt Ryan over, so, you know, whoever. Yeah. How do you like W versus Oklahoma this week? Oh, um, a couple things I think they got to do is, one, they have to score in the red zone. Right. They didn't do that, they didn't do that last week, and they got to somehow, some way, make Kyler Murray one-dimensional. Right. If they don't do that, then it's he'll throw and he'll run all over all day. I think they also need to find a way, I agree with everything you said, they also need to find a way to stay on the field. Like, I, it's fine if you want to hurry up to the line, blah, 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 but just wait till it's, you know, under five seconds here and there. Because, um, I don't know, I mean, you, there's a lot of things that we could have fixed in the Oklahoma State game. But if Oklahoma State didn't get the chance after chance after chance to score to come back, you know, we would have had the ball ran the clock out. It yeah, maybe the, could have been a different scenario. Here's the thing with that. I don't know if they had um, punted to them or they might have kicked off. There was at least 4.42 left on the clock. And Oklahoma State had one timeout. Why was West Virginia throwing the ball? That's what I want to know. Right, yeah, I don't like there was there was drives before that. It might have been it was probably still in the fourth where where like, you know, Oklahoma's coming back, so like we need to get some drives and it was like first and ten or, you know, second and ten or third and ten, blah blah blah. And they kept running like hand like delays and I'm like, why didn't you do like and then and then it was like, Okay, if we're gonna run the ball, fine, fine, so be it. And then it was like like you said, you know, like Omaha State did had one timeout like under five minutes. This is when you run the ball. And they started passing. I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah, because if you had run that ball, I don't know how long he would have took things down to. They wouldn't have two minutes to get down the field and score and and win the game, that's for sure. Right. I don't know. But I think a lot of times it's all, like, hindsight, you know what I mean? But I I felt like we should have beat Oklahoma State. We should be – I feel like we should have beat Oklahoma State. That's just – I think we both agree on that. Yeah, because had had they won, Texas did their job. The Oklahoma game won't have even a matter. They would have been in the Big Twelve title game. Right, and I think it could have mattered. Like, let's say, so we, you know, we only have one loss. You know, we win. Okay, I put. You know, we beat. You know, um, uh, Oklahoma State, or excuse me, we beat Oklahoma this Friday. Then get in the Big Twelve championship and win that. If, you know, Michigan loses or um, Michigan or Notre Dame loses, maybe we can get a shot of getting in the Final Four. You know what I mean? The the Final... I just, I can't see it happening, though. No, I'm I'm just saying... I mean, a lot of things... I think even if they still would have won and won the Big 12, I just don't... I don't think they... Resume-wise, I don't think it's been that good. Even if Michigan lost again? or I think... I think they would have still took a one-loss SEC team, to be honest with you. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you're because, saying? Because Notre Dame, they're technically can say, hey, look, we can not only did we beat possibly the Big Ten champ, but we've also have beaten the ACC champion. I mean, how are you going to deny that? Oh, with Pitt. Yeah. Okay, I was getting confused. I was like, wait, they didn't play Clemson, but then I see I what mean, you're saying. How, how are you going to deny? How are you going to deny something like? And then with LSU, I know the teams that they played probably aren't ranked anymore, 
how many teams they've played in the top 10 that they beat this year. Right, no, I see what you're saying. Have a nice Thanksgiving and uh, around the same time next week. All right, you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you. Bye. Oh, too much, are you? Good. Um, were you able to watch? I don't know if you had to work. Did you have to work Sunday? No, I watched the game. Um, so I was at work. So what was your opinion on the first three quarters? Why weren't we really clicking? Uh, it just reminded me a lot of last year's game with Jacksonville. The, not that it really, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing almost, but the playoff game or the regular season game? Uh, the regular season game more so because they weren't, scoring at all. We weren't doing anything really on offense. Right, yeah. As opposed to the playoff game, they were, you know, what did we sign when we touchdowns for school? Like five or six? I don't know. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Wasn't it like, obviously we were there. Um, it was like 28-3 to 3 at halftime, right? Or was it higher than that? Or was it 35-3? to 3? It was some, remember. It was something yeah. ridiculous, unfortunately. And then final score, I think, was like 45-42, but it was not, that game wasn't that close ever, really. No, it didn't seem like it. I think we had, in theory, we had an opportunity, but the onside kick wasn't very good, and then we had no time left once we got the ball back. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't. There would have been. Yeah, I don't think it would have been possible. When... I got you. Um, think of the mountain, what did you think of the second half of the Mountaineer game, the the um, football game for Oklahoma State? Uh, I thought it sucked. I, don't, I mean, only had a 17-point lead. I don't know. The defense didn't play well. The offense didn't play well. It's just it shouldn't have happened. I don't know. It was very what, disappointing. I agree. I feel like there was a lot of times where in the it might have been in the third quarter too, but it's kind of a little too early to run the clock at times. Um, but in the fourth, there was times like it's okay, like they wanted to run the ball, which is fine. That's cool, whatever. But it was like third long every time. Like we weren't getting any yards on running the ball at that moment. And then – it was like time like where we should start running the ball and they started passing and they just gave too much time to Oklahoma State if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's, I don't know. The defense was I don't know, it's been disappointing. No, I gotcha. And it's big, I don't know, they don't really come through when you need them to, it seems like. I think they should be better than they are. The but defense yeah, or the team as a whole? To, the team as a whole. I mean it's just a lot of expectations this year and I don't know. There's always a letdown with this team, it seems like. No, I mean, we could still play for a Big 12 championship, which would be awesome. Right. So, I'm not down on the season that much, really. Right. It's obviously huge if we could win the Big 12 or at least play for the Big 12 and the Big 12 championship. I mean, obviously, we need a few things to fall our way based off the, the loss to Iowa State. But maybe if, you know, Notre Dame loses and, you know, Michigan State loses or something, maybe we could have a shot to be, you know, one of the final four teams if we win the Big 12 championship and beat Oklahoma twice? Uh, I think there's too many teams in front of us. I don't, I don't know if it could happen. No, I understand, yeah. Have you watched any Michigan games this year, football-wise? Um, the only one I really watched was, like, the very first one the other day. Right. And that was, you know, three months ago. But, I mean, uh, they should easily beat Ohio State So Ohio State doesn't look very good. Uh, so the lost to Maryland. Um, all right, they should. I was kind of hoping they would just based off Maryland's circumstances this year. I think it's that whole. I didn't under. I mean, obviously, I have no idea. I have not paid attention to the story, but the whole rehiring that coach and then firing him was really. Yeah. I don't understand why they rehire or. I guess they didn't rehire him, but let him come back and be the head coach again. Just seemed very 
you know, it didn't seem like the right decision at the moment. No, not at all. Because didn't they make the decision like to fire him within like not even 24 hours? It was like within a few hours. But I could be wrong. Maybe it was a day at least. A day or two, yeah. They got so much blowback. But yeah, I think Michigan's going to win the Big Ten. And Notre Dame's not going to lose. So. Right. I mean, they could. Um, how good is USC this year? They might be 500, but I'm not sure. Nah, that's probably not good enough to. I mean, I could. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you call it a rivalry game. I guess it is based off you know obviously Notre Dame's independent, but I think maybe. I don't know. I I don't have a. I get. I, do you think in your? I mean, I really don't know who you'd put over them. But do you think the four teams that are in the playoff right now are the four best teams in the country? Um, yeah, I would probably have to say so. Yeah. I, I who else I'd put in over them. The only two teams I could think of, but well, it would be um, Georgia and LSU because I don't know how good the. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Oklahoma games either. So I don't know how good they are defensively, which I don't think they're very good. But I, I obviously you don't want four SEC. Not you, but a person doesn't want four SEC teams in there. That's yeah, that can't happen. Right. I don't, LSU got destroyed by thirty points. Alabama. And, I mean, if Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship, they'll both be in. So right, yeah. You can get your two there, but they'd probably kick Michigan out. But. There was some ridiculous stat someone posted. I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or Facebook. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it was. I think it was from a credible source, but I unfortunately can't remember it. So like Clemson's like slowly, you know, that sounds goofy since they're the number two team in the country, but they're kind of under the radar based off how good Alabama is. But like I think they've only gave up like the past so many weeks, they've only gave up like 31 total points, like period. Like that. Yeah, but I, I know the teams are playing are very good this year. But they've at least destroyed them. I watched some of the game they had with Boston College, and the game was like, I don't know, like 13 to 7 for like three quarters. Like, they were held in check by Boston College for like three quarters, just they didn't have any offense. Okay, okay. With them. So, I mean, I mean, I think they're pretty good, but I don't. I think Alabama's going to beat anybody. I don't think it matters. No, I agree with you. Have you watched any of the basketball team yet this year? Or have you been. At work. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're not very good. Like, uh, I don't know how they go so bad from just losing two people. I don't think, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's way too early, and it doesn't really. I, I think, you know, we've watched sports enough to tell that it's probably going to be this way for a majority of the season. But I feel like, um, I don't know, I think the, the Juco transfer, one of the Juco transfers we got, I don't know from where, but he's a guard. And he's like six seven. I think that could maybe help us have a bigger person, uh, a bigger guard, you know, carry the ball down the court rather than a smaller guard that can't really maybe move the ball as much as we used to be able to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just like they can't play defense anymore. I don't know what's, how that happens. I think I was talking to DJ or something, but like, even and to your point, which is a great one. I mean, we only had two seniors on the team last year, correct? But they're both guards, but it feels like we have a ton of forwards on the team this year. But they're, you know, big guys in theory, so they can't really press the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I understand, I guess. It's just disappointing. No, I got you. I don't know, they, they'll... Uh, we'll see if they start playing better. Hopefully Hawkins gets them. No, I got you.
Hey, what's up? Oh, not too much. How are you? Hey, not too bad. No, I got you. Got a victory last week, so I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's not good. So you were my only hope. I'm pretty sure. Well, I think there's what you have the same record as Jason or the team Jason Shreve team, or is he? Uh, I don't know. Let me look at the standings. I'm not. I'm eight and three, and Travis is eight and three. Okay, Travis is eight and three. Nine and two, and Giles is nine and two. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think at the time, um, I think you had the maybe Travis was eight and three. No, Travis lost to you this week. But you had to like lose out, I think, and then me, DJ, or Mike had to win out to get in the playoffs. And um, there's only two games left, and I'm three games up now. No, right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, all pretty much, well, not all Monday night, but a majority of Monday night, I was like, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna win. It's, I mean, you know, DJ won, Mike won, whatever. It's okay. Drew's gonna lose. It's still gonna leave us in it. <laughs> and then, like, I think it was like maybe half. I don't know when you. Like, it was very, very close. Because, like, it wasn't super close, but then, like, Tyreek Hill and, like, Mahomes um, um, were connecting a few times and had, like, Tyreek Hill at the end of the game had over 200 yards and two touchdowns. And Did you beat Travis yeah. by 10, or was it still no, single digits? It was, it was closer than that. It was only, like, uh, three, and a, three and a half points or 3.7 points, something like that. It was really tight. It's correct. lucky to beat him, really, because I, I don't know, like... I had a guy who didn't score any, that Benjamin Watson, he didn't score any points. But his tight end didn't either. I don't know what the hell happened there, so I didn't get any points. Yeah, he didn't either out of Ebron. Right. But on defense, the Bengals were f***ing awful. One point, the Bengals had, or uh, the Bears scored 16 for him, so yeah, there's a big advantage there. Right. So, I don't know, I was... My running backs underperformed. Gurley only got 9.4 points. I mean, I knew I had a big... Monday, I was going to have a big, big bunch of points. What, what were you... I, I, I So, I, I do agree. I did think they were going to do very well, but I didn't think... Because you were down by a lot, it seemed like, but... Yeah, yeah, I was down by a lot. I mean, but I got like... Yeah. I mean, you almost got 70 points or 70-plus points because... Yeah, so. Ty- Tyreek had like 32 or something. What's that? How many points did Tyreek Hill have? 33 and a half. 33. And then Mahomes had around the same, right? Yeah, Mahomes got 35.9. And then my next closest, or highest, was Galladay. He got 17.3. And then everybody else was kind of not great. No, I got you. It's okay. He got 15, I guess. It's crazy. Mahomes got you, like, Mahomes got you 35 points, but yet he had, I think, a combined total of, like, five turnovers. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he had two fumbles and then three picks, or is it? Three picks, yeah. Three, sure. okay. For sure. But, I mean, he threw for 478. So. No, no, I, you understand, but it's crazy because he could have almost, like, 40-plus points because that's yeah. 10 points taken away. Yeah, it would have been nice to lay it on him a little more and then I could get some more points. Because let me see, we're, we're, we're close. He's only scored 22 more points than I have. Now, out of everybody who's qualified for the playoffs, I've, I've scored the fewest points, but we're not all, we're not that far off, really. Right, yeah. Away, 38 points from Giles. Right. And he, he's had a very favorable schedule. He's only had 960 points scored against him, so. Right. I mean, I think the four teams in our league that are in, they're, 
like I feel, I feel like years in years past, like sometimes I would sneak in, or sometimes like the top four teams weren't blatantly the top four teams, if that makes sense. Like yeah. sometimes there was, you know, one week Somebody it was coming down week thirteen, right. right? But I was I was talking about Giles with this. I don't think like I understand like how in regular playoffs, like in real world playoffs, matchups matter. You know what I mean? But with fantasy, I think there's a lot of luck involved. Honestly, I mean there's there's you have to know what you're doing, yes, to have a good team when you draft and playing each week and picking up off wires and maybe trading. But you so, know what you're, you're right. But like the actual matchup and seeding wise in our playoffs, it doesn't really really matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we're all about the same. So it's just going to be who you play in the matchup. And, you know, if your guys are lucky that week or if they're going to be resting or what. So I mean, that's my biggest. I'm kind of worried because I don't think they're going to play Mahomes if they're, you know, doing real well. So then what are what are my options? <laughs> you know. Right. I think that having somebody like that who's a little overperforming, maybe not. A, you know, I'm trying to say. No, I'm sorry, sir. You want to not be screwed in your championship week when you don't have your starter, your best players playing. Right. I remember a few a few years ago. I don't think it, was, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago. I played DJ. And it was either in the championship round or the week before, and he had Andrew Luck. And I don't think they benched him necessarily, but he had zero points. Like something weird happened. They're like, "Well, we don't need to play you," and they just quit playing him after like the first half. And so that I mean, so to your point, I mean that obviously could happen. But I think maybe based off. Since Mahomes is so young, maybe they they'll they'll keep him in there just so he has every rep he can. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, it's not like he's maybe super. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I don't look for it to happen, but that would, I, I wish that happened. That will happen. I, don't know. I guess I'll just have to wait and see. I got to get past the first matchup first for that to even matter. So. No, that that totally makes sense. Hopefully, who, whoever I play, I can beat him. No, I got you. Who's play right now? Who's the who's the one? Giles or who? Giles. Giles should be well. I think yeah, well, it'd be me and Giles and Travis and Tree. No, no, I got Actually, you. They were we're all so close. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Travis's team is really good because, well, Barkley's really good for him. Uh, I, I can't remember his team off the top of my head. Every player, but the past few weeks, you know, Saquon has been very good for him. But you did beat him last week. But you're like, I don't understand how your team has ever lost. To be honest with you, I don't know how they have based either. off your I top three players. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had the bad matches, I guess. Well, I beat I you know. one week, but you didn't score a lot of points that week for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, Travis has a good team, but yeah, I mean, when you look at mine, I mean, hell, I've got you know, the number one running back, the number one wide receiver, number one quarterback. Right. I don't know how the hell, you know. It'd be an upset if I could beat, I think, in the playoffs. I've just kind of been dicking around here a little bit, apparently, too much. I've had some bad matchups, but I think you just had very deep after that. I mean, I've got a lot of guys that were in the twenties in terms of position rank or in the high teens. Right. Yeah. That's the trade-off you get. Although Mahomes wasn't highly sought after, so I don't know what, what that says about me. <laughs> Although I guess I, I did. You I so did you realize he started a game last season? The last season. Why well, I. Going into it, I suspected. I did know that, and I thought that he was going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he would be this good. Right. Thought he would be pretty serviceable. I drafted him actually. I think to be my backup quarterback. I think I had Matt Stafford at the beginning of the year. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I drafted Stafford in like the, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. seventh round, and then mm-hmm. I drafted Mahomes after that, like the eighth or ninth round. I forget when exactly. Right. Yeah, he was still available. I thought that was a hell of a steal. No, I got you. And it turned out to be that. Mm-hmm. I think you put your team in the best position to win the next few weeks to come. Well, the next two weeks don't really matter in, in theory, besides barring injury, obviously. It does as far as seeding. I mean, I'd like to move up the ladder. It's very attainable. There's only two weeks left in the regular season. Right? Correct, yeah. I'm only a game back from Giles and him, so, you know, it could happen. So, um, break down the Oklahoma matchup this week for West Virginia. Um, well, the matchup is stopped Kyler Murray. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know if you can. You know, that Oklahoma State game, you know, we watched it together. I right. We were in good shape, but, you know, looking back on it, I watched it the second time, and they just left too many points on the field, man. I mean, you go into red zone three times, and you get, like, three points. I mean, that's just not going to cut it. And I get that Dana's a go-for-it type of guy. I respect that, and it's nice when it works out, but it just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it just didn't quite uh, pan out this time, and maybe, you know, I hate to second-guess him, but maybe the, tight, the timeout situation. I mean, let like 13 seconds run off the clock there on that last drive. It was, so we, I think Greer, did Greer get the first down or did not get the first down? Something. I don't think he got it. I don't think he did. And then we didn't. What happened was the clock was running, and it was like 12 or 13 seconds that ran off. So, you know, I think you almost have to pick time there, but he didn't. And, you know, to his credit, it worked out the Texas game. I remember right before they threw that deep pass, it's like, we've got to take a timeout. What are we doing here? Right. The flip side of that coin is you don't take the timeout. They're, the defense is gassed, and they don't know what you're going to do. So maybe you stink. Although that Texas game when he threw that to Gary Jennings, that was more of a, a lucky thing, I think, than anything else. Uh-huh. It was just a hell of a throw and a hell of a play. Right, yeah. The Texas kid was in pretty good coverage. It was a, it was a very perfect ball because it was either Gary caught it or no one caught it pretty much type thing based off where he threw it. Right. So, you know, and they got down there and did have a chance to win the game. And Dana's right about that, but, you know, it's stupid because you could have had two shots or maybe even three shots to win the game, depending on what plays you're on. Right. I can't yeah. remember. So, it's all built, no, it's, it's nothing. It's all water in the bridge. No, I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same play. So, so the clock was running, and then I think he threw to Jennings on the right side of the field, if I'm not correct, and he maybe got out of bounds. No, I don't know. I don't I remember a situation where somebody got down in the field of play. I don't know if Will scampered and slid down. I thought that's what happened, but I could, I can't remember precisely. But I guess my point is, what happened after that play? Uh, that's when we threw to Jennings on the right side of the field, correct? I, I don't know. Man. I, I'd have to go back and look. I, I don't remember. Well, I guess I we my only... Like 20-yard line. Yeah, I guess my only point was, like... I know hindsight is, you know, or overthinking thing, but, like, let's say we call the timeout there. Who says, you know, Oklahoma doesn't run the defense to stop that play that we maybe would have, you know what I mean? And I'm with you, and that you just don't know. And that's what I'm saying about that Texas deal, too. It worked out against Texas, so I can't criticize it too much. 
And I'm certainly not calling for him to leave, and I hope he doesn't, because, you know, this is a great se- this has been a great season, uh, one of the best they've had in a long time. And, you know, we can all banter back and forth about the Big East days, but, you know, look, they weren't playing teams, you know, that's like the whole UCF argument now. I mean, those kids couldn't play in the Big 12 or the Big 10 or even the ACC week in and week out and, you know, do it well as they do. It's just not going to happen. Takes a toll, and you got to have guys. You got to have depth to step up and fill the holes. And uh, and we just didn't have that for a long time. But now we do. You know, we get better and better every year as a program. It'd be a real shame to see Dana go. I'm hearing a lot of stuff about Colorado, but I don't think that really makes a lot of sense. As far as an upgrade, it's not. You know, if anything, it's a downgrade. It's a lateral move. I feel like that's almost like a panic move. Like, what? Who? Who? Who is this guy that we supposedly want? Well, I don't know who. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I've not really heard any names to replace him. But. Uh, oh, you're saying that Dana would Dana go to Colorado? Oh, okay, okay, I understand now. I don't. I've heard any names to replace him, but I've heard that Colorado is going to you know, ask him if he's interested. And yeah, that's that's good for them. They need to do that. But I don't know what that job would appeal to him. I mean, aside from it's a little bit more Midwestern than West Virginia. Right. You know, and maybe he could record, you know, recruit Texas better from there. I don't know if he could or not. And there are kids in Denver area who, in Boulder, you know, there's more homegrown talent than there is in West Virginia. But of course, there's kids in West Virginia who go play D1 too. He just can't get them, you know, or he gets very few of them. No, I understand. I don't know. It's a tough situation, man. I got you. I mean, I was talking to Alex about this after the game that he was hearing things, not hearing things like he, didn't, he was, you know, hearing the radio talk shows and things like that. That, like, if Dana didn't make the Big 12 championship or, like, that was, like, the thing, that was, like, his, you know, goodbye. And I'm like, why? No, that doesn't make any sense. Like, to yeah. me, that's not. Like, if, if he would get there or, or get a game away, that does not make or break his career at WVU, in my opinion, but that's just me. No. I mean, it'd be a huge disappointment. Don't short sell that. I mean, it would be a real bummer to not get there. Right. The best team that you've had is, wow, you've been in the Big 12, probably. But, you know, you have some bad breaks here and there. You know, the, the real thing that's concerning to me is he got up outcoached twice, you know, again with against teams that have inferior talent, theoretically, you know. Yeah. So... Like, Iowa State shouldn't have beat you. The only reason they beat you is because they came out and made adjustments. So, Oklahoma State, you know, Gundy made adjustments. So, and that game was closer, you know, 17 points at half, but it was really more like 10 because, yeah, they got the ball. Right, yeah. I understand. Uh, we'll see what happens with Coach Cole. I'm not, I'm not very optimistic, but, uh, you know, it all comes down to Kyle. Kyler Murray, if you can control him a little bit. There is one player for Oklahoma that I can think of. The only reason I know this is because his nickname is like Hollywood Brown. I'm pretty sure he's very, very good wide receiver-wise for Oklahoma. And randomly, I think he's somehow related to Antonio Brown, but that could be a lie. I don't know. You have to do some investigation on that. No, well, I'm pretty sure they admit they <laughs> like because Antonio Brown tweeted about. I mean, like this is my cousin or something. But I don't know if they're just like neighbor friends or something kind of if that makes sense in terms of they grew up in the same town as in Miami somewhere or Florida excuse me 
Hey, thanks for calling. Yep, we'll see you, buddy. Have a good Thanksgiving. Bye.